Good morning. morning. We did run into a a little glitch, and I like to be able to um, see ahead what's going on. So if you see me looking at my phone, it's because it's kind of a way to compromise for not being able to see ahead in presenter mode. And I like to put comments over here. There'll be some things I forget to say. But I'm not using my phone to to text Hillary or anything. So I want to talk about dinosaurs. Sometimes you can't make these things up. A, A gentleman from England... Richard Dawkins, the primary uh, evolutionist in the world, has become a multimillionaire based upon his his, uh, um, arguing with creationists and publishing books against Christianity. So evolution has been observed, just that it hasn't been observed while it's happening. Of course, if you're looking at an instant and talking about millions of years, you're not going to see anything happen. So I understand what he's saying. Can you believe this is the 27th time I've taught this class? Hard to believe that. October 22nd. And I want to give you confidence in scripture. Now, one of my colleagues at Jefferson High School said this. If kids don't know that dinosaurs became extinct 75 million years ago, they will flunk my class. Interesting comment. So this is a uh, Jefferson High School. By the way, what do most evolutionists say now? 65 million years ago. So those kids that would have flunked his class, you, you get my point. Now, we had a little dust-up, or I had a little dust-up with the Lafayette School Corporation. I don't like to go into that in too much detail, but it was in the year 2000, and I remember a Sunday school class we were in, and we were going around explaining what we did, and this guy was a doctor, and this guy was this, and when they got to me, I I said, I spend most of my time on the front page of the Journal and Courier, and I was for a couple months, a hot item. So the, the, uh, a biology teacher at Jeff and the department head, my department head, said this about me. He believes that creation story in Genesis is to be taken liter- literally. Check. <laughs> God created the universe, the earth, life, Adam and Eve, in six 24-hour days. Check. By the way, this teacher... Um, was a a Golden Apple Award winner. I don't know if you know what that is. Indiana Science Teacher of the Year, United States Science Teacher of the Year, the World Science Teacher of the Year, and our Galaxy's Science Teacher of the Year. (laughs) He goes on to say, he believes that the Earth is less than 10,000 years old. I'm not going to be like James Usher and say 4004 BC at 9 a.m. in the morning. I'm not going to say that. But clearly, Scripture doesn't give any wiggle room for millions of years. I would be happy if somebody said, 
10,000 years old. So, check. Dinosaurs are alleged to be hoaxes. <laughs> I've never said that. I've never believed that. I was at the Field Museum in Chicago, and I saw the T-Rex skeleton. I didn't go, they just made that up. Now, there are parts of that skeleton that are made up. The white bones are plaster of Paris, because they didn't find those bones. Okay, But I don't think they're, that they are hoaxes. All methods used for dating fossils are inaccurate. I don't believe that about all dating methods, but I understand the assumptions that lie underneath the dating methods. And we may talk about that one of these days. Now, I taught chemistry for 39 years. I probably know more about chemistry than you do. And I would put this on the board at the beginning of the year. Here's chemistry, body of knowledge. Here's how much I know. Put a little dot there. But I know more than you, and you probably should listen. <laughs> so I'm not an expert on dinosaurs, but I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night, <laughs> and the younger generation is going to go, what? <laughs> so I see my role as not turned to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 22, and talk about that, I believe my role is to encourage you to give attention to reading exhortation to doctrine by encouraging the believers. To, to encourage you to believe what God wrote in his word. Did we lose the sound? That's because my speakers are off. And all the messing around we were doing. But that millions of years ago, they disappeared from the earth. Everything I believed about the age of the earth, the cycle. I'm going to go back because that should be full speed. I grew up fascinated by dinosaurs. Watching movies, collecting models, reading all about them. Dinosaurs were big. They were magnificent. They were awesome. I was taught that dinosaurs once ruled the world, but that millions of years ago, they disappeared from the earth. Everything I believed about the age of the earth, the cycles of life and death, the evolution of humankind began dinosaurs. And then I learned that the Bible presented a very different history. Kim here is my colleague, fellow paleontologist. We've been friends since college. Today we study the same fossils, we use the same techniques, but that doesn't mean we agree on what happened here. We do interpret our findings differently. You see, fossils don't come with tags on them, telling us how old they are, where they lived, what they ate, or even how they died. We have to figure that out from the clues that we find. We never have enough clues. So, our starting points usually lead us to different conclusions. Here's how I see it. I think this dinosaur died over 100 million years ago. 
It dried out in the sun for a long time. Um, and later, I think the specimen was uh, covered by river sediment, uh, which was caused by a local flood. She's been lying here all this time till we dug her up. Where Kim sees millions of years, I see evidence of a different history. I believe this animal died in a flood, but it wasn't a local flood. It was a massive flood that covered the earth, Noah's flood, when God judged the world. The carcass was buried suddenly, before it could be eaten or decomposed, buried in a layer of sediment that stretches across the entire continent. Since the flood, according to the Bible, was about 4,300 years ago, that's how old I believe this fossil to be. We come to different conclusions because of our different starting points. I start with the Bible, my colleague does not. We all have the same facts. We merely interpret the facts differently because of our different starting points. And I think AIG is, is very, very, very good. But I would not say, how should Christians feel about dinosaurs? I would say, how do you think about dinosaurs? So here's some of the topics I want to talk about today. And like Earl said on Wednesday night, we'll be done in about an hour and 15 minutes. Here's some facts, not all of them, but here's some facts. Dinosaurs have been discovered on every continent, including Antarctica. Most of the dinosaurs have become extinct. Most? <laughs> Most? Dinosaurs, like many animals, are found in fossil graveyards. When you think about that, don't you think about a worldwide flood? That's what I think about. Dinosaurs found in the fossil record are usually bones that are replaced by minerals. When I was teaching earth science at Frontier, a rock collection came, was there. I looked at one rock, and it was a dinosaur bone. It looked like a rock to me. Maybe it was part of an excavation, part of a bone or something. I don't know for certain. Now, how many, and I'm going to ask some questions. I want you to keep track of how many you get right. There's a reason for that. How many genera of dinosaurs have been discovered? What do you think? Very good question. I'm glad you asked that. Here's what a genera is, a genus, right? This is Linnaeus's classification of the animals. So here are your choices. What's that little squiggle mean? Approximately. Approximately or about. Okay. Pick, pick your answer. What do you say? It's not 500. It's not 400. Not 200. About 300. Gen you got it right? Good, because you are in the running. A little bit later, somebody is going to win a fabulous prize. A new car! No, probably something from this desk here. How tall was the tallest dinosaur? What do you think? 20 feet? 30 feet? 40 feet? 60 feet? 100 feet? What do you think? What do you think is not there? What is closest to what you think? Okay, you pick something. Not a hundred feet. Not thirty. Not twenty. You ready? 
60 feet tall. Uh, Jason says he's got them all so far. So, some, what's the evidence of dinosaurs? Well, we have pictures of them, right? We have artists' conceptions of what they think the dinosaurs look like. Now, I, you guys, I'm not saying these are dinosaurs. You can make up your own mind, but if you have a child that misbehaves in Sunday school or, you know, in church and you don't like them to be out, if you want to post this on your Facebook page, that's fine. You got to use Photoshop to get rid of that unruly child. And I'm not telling you what to do or not to do, but this is one of my favorite dinosaurs. Does anybody want to try to pronounce that? I like that last name, Krzanczowski. That This is my Mike Krzyzewski of dinosaurs. Krzyzewski, K-Z-L-R-M-Y. I like to buy a valve, Anna. How is K-R-Z? How is that Krzyzewski? This film was made in 1915, says 2015, 1925. They're all over the place with the numbers. But they say, we'll eventually get it right. We know it's not 10,000 years. And I don't, we don't have time to say all that stuff. I like this. This, this is so realistic. Notice the police are right there, but not doing a thing. And another one. So, what is our evidence for dinosaurs? Bones. Bones that generally have been replaced by minerals. So just like a rock. So here's what, New Mexico? And the bones are attached in what you would seem to think the way the animal was actually made. The Alberta pipeline crew unearthed this one before they were shut down by the Biden administration. Apparently a velociraptor with a protoceratops. Now they probably were not in this alignment. They probably were smashed down into the ground because of the flood. And the scientists recreated the position that they were in. I've looked at this a number of times. I don't see that locked onto the praised carotid artery. I don't see that. Wrapped around the raptor's arm. I okay, fine. Here's a T-Rex skeleton, 31.8 million. It, it it garnered a few years ago. You know that's not in your budget. How about a dinosaur tooth? 
That's more on the line of what our dentists charge nowadays, right? This is an interesting one. Uh, actually, uh, Hank and I discussed this last night, a chimera, a combination. They found a bunch of bones and, and made this dinosaur and found out later on it came from three different dinosaurs. Called it Ultrasaurus. And there's the link down there. Did you know dinosaurs are talked about in the Bible? Wait, the word dinosaur is not mentioned in the Bible. It's not mentioned, is it? Which of these words or phrases is actually mentioned in the Bible? Here are your choices. And remember, keep, it, keep track, if you've gotten them all right so far. Trinity. More bucks coffee. Football. Biden. Antarctica. Make your choice carefully. One of these great books could be yours. Antarctica is not mentioned. More Bucks Coffee is not mentioned. Football is not mentioned. And Trinity is not mentioned. I'll bet you didn't get that one right. <laughs> you won't find the word dinosaur in the Bible because it wasn't used until the 1840s long after the Bible was completed. If people described these amazing creatures before that time, they wouldn't have called them by the name we use today. Right? Likewise, one can't invalidate the origin of the species because Darwin didn't mention DNA. However, you can critique it when it's wrong with observed facts that we see today. I thought I wouldn't even get into the second slide before somebody would go, Biden? What? <laughs> no, no one questions me. Well, let me just show you. Uh, this is Luke 2, and we're going to go down to the eighth verse down there. And they were in the same country, shepherds chilling in the field, biding their time with the sheepsters by night. <laughs> this is the new and improved... New, uh, new and improved Living Bible New Testament version. Now, my wife and I had a discussion about this. I go, new and improved? It's either old and improved, or it's new. It can't be new and improved, can it? No, you see it on all these bottles and stuff. I say no. She says yes. You're on her side if you say it can be new and improved. Now I gotta go back to where I was because I'm not in presenter mode. I think. Is that Biden? Okay, getting ahead of myself there. I think right here. Okay. I missed it. Bob Strauss of a thought company, Incorporated, and there's the reference if you're interested. 
Fundamentalist Christians are deeply distrustful of empirical science. What? (laughs) And insist that the Old and New Testaments are the only true source of all knowledge. We do not say that. However, we say when something disagrees with the scripture, God's word, guess which side we come down on. Can Christians believe in dinosaurs? Absolutely. Job 40, verses 15 through 24. Look at Behemoth, which I made along with you and which feeds on grass like an ox. Behemoth. There are some wonderful test um, URLs out there where you can do all kinds of Bible study on your own. Just and there's the word behemoth in the Hebrew. And there's the word along with you. And I think God made dinosaurs on day six. I think we've learned to stay away from tigers and lions. I think you'd stay away from these dinosaurs. I think you would. השמיים ואת הארץ והארץ הייתה תוהו ובוהו וחושך על פני תהום ורוח אלוהים מרחפת על פני המים ויומר אלוהים יהי אור ויהי אור Is that cool or what? Reading it to you? How about with the English? שית ברא אלוהים את השמיים ואת הארץ והארץ הייתה תוהו ובוהו וחושך על פני תהום, ורוח אלוהים מרחפת על פני המים. ויאמר אלוהים, יהי אור, ויהי אור. I think I have Elohim. <laughs> I learned that. How about you? What strength it has in its loins, what power in the muscles of its belly, along with you, made on that sixth day. Its bones are tubes of bronze, its limbs like rods of iron. It ranks first among the works of God, yet its maker can approach it with his sword. The hills bring it their produce, and all the wild animals play nearby. Under the lotus plants it lies, hidden among the reeds in the marsh. And so on. A raging river does not alarm it. It is secure. Though the Jordan should surge against its mouth, can anyone capture it by the nose or trap it and pierce its nose? And so on. Monster, churning. I don't think this is the monster they're talking about. Soft tissue and dinosaurs. This was discovered just recently in the last 20 years. And this guy has an excellent website, stated clearly. Have you seen it? It tends to deal in science. But he discusses what Mary Schweitzer and a team of scientists in her lab discovered. In Montana, a T-Rex was discovered. In transporting it back, one of the bones broke. They took those 
bone fragments and sent it to Schweitzer's lab. One of the vets came up to Callis, one of the graduate assistants probably, and said, do you know you have red blood cells in that bone? Wait. Dinosaurs became extinct 65 million years ago? Not possible. Red blood cells. Sure enough, under a microscope, it appeared that the bone was filled with red discs. You probably have seen it. Later, Schweitzer recalls, I looked at this and I thought, this can't be. Red blood cells can't, don't preserve. There has to be an explanation. After all, what's in the layer that's 65 million years old in the crustaceous layer? And there are some of the dating techniques that they use to date the rocks. So they came up with three ideas. Immediately, the fossil may be young. That's gone. Why is it gone? Because it can't be. Why, why can't it be? Because fossils are, these fossils are 65 million years old. So they started doing experiments, and they soaked some uh, cells in uh, hemoglobin in iron, and they discovered after two years, completely intact. So they said, oh, maybe it's the iron that was in the bone that preserved them. So here's a group of scientists that are creationists discussing it. Institute for Creation Research, one of my go-to websites. As of February 2023, there were over 122 citations of soft tissue found in bones with evolutionary assignment age of up to 50 or 500 million years. That's quite a few. Here's one of the views, microscopic view. Another one. And another one. Was it reported on 60 Minutes, NBC News, BBC, and other news outlets around the world? When she first tried to publish this dinosaur soft tissue discovery in science journals, why did some reviewers refuse to publish her findings, stating that they were impossible and that no amount of evidence would convince them that her team really found original dinosaur tissue? And why did the scientists who excavated these bones report that the ground had a stench of death and that the odor from the bones reminded them of the smell of cadavers? Does any of this make sense if these bones are just petrified rocks that laid in the earth for over 67 million years? Surely there's a better explanation. Perhaps these bones were not buried 67 million years ago. If an enormous watery catastrophe recently buried these creatures under tens of feet of mud just thousands of years ago, could the worldwide flood described in the Bible be the correct explanation? Stay tuned to find out. Did you know that Dr. Schweitzer's mainstream discovery that hit the news in 2005 is just the tip of the iceberg? Hundreds of secular scientists from around the world have published over 120 science articles describing original biomaterials from dinosaurs and other ancient creatures throughout the geologic column since 1954. And it's not just one type of soft tissue or biochemical they're finding, but 16 different varieties, including blood vessels, red blood cells, hemoglobin, osteocytes, ovalbumin, chitin, 
on mineralized bone, collagen, chromosomes, skin pigments, fex proteins, histone, keratin, and elastin. The most recent two discoveries are cartilage and even nerve cells from triceratops. What's so amazing about these findings is that the entire paleontology field with thousands of scientists completely miss these original short-lived biomaterials. Why? Because they simply believed they were just hardened rocks based on their millions of years worldview. Derek Briggs is curator. Let's move on. Who has gotten all the questions right so far? Okay, so who's missed only one? Okay, you're not in it, Jason? Okay. Where does this music originate? Who said that? How, how many of you gotten right? <laughs> we'll, we'll adjust the grading scale for you. All right, so here's the original Jurassic Park. Do you know they're making a remake of that? And I'm going to ask you in a moment here to figure out which you think is better, the original or the remake. Alan, this species of veriform has been extinct since the Cretaceous period. I mean, this thing is about this thing. What? CGI, computer-generated graphics. Okay, now here, here are the two side-by-side, side, the remake and the original. seen this about 50 times and I thought I don't know if I'll be able to go on after that <laughs> so what was the color of most dinosaurs gray brown pink remember special times and the happiest memories okay of I'm not even watching that <laughs> and that was at the time of our grandchildren and you just, uh, green, impossible to know. All right, what do you think? We eliminate that right away. Impossible to know. They just had the bones, they don't have skin. Okay, you wanna get a <laughs> dinosaur camping tent? Here's an, by the way, I give you all kinds of references. They tell us a teacher is not to just teach a bunch of facts, but to light the fire. 
right? And I lit the fire of some students. I have chemists out there. I have doctors. I have, and I have some that aren't. So if you're interested, you know, email me, and I will give you that website. Excellent site. So that sort of... I don't know if you realize that um, coming to Orlando, Florida is geriatric park. Laurie and I are looking forward to that. In fact, this may be the last lesson that I teach. We may be moving there soon. There's free admission. You just have to show your Social Security card and evidence that you're bequeathing something to the park in your will. There's a Dementia Island. Here's a partial list of the attractions. Incontinent Continent. <laughs> Bad Memory Lane. Meals on Wheels. Simulated Doctor Waiting Rooms. Wheelchair Bumper Cars. And the Walker Zoo. So, Man and Dinosaur together? Man with Dinosaurs. Were the Flintstones right? Answers with Ken Ham, author of the wonderful children's book, D is for Dinosaur. Well, now, Ken, the Flintstones TV program has dinosaurs and people living at the same time. Now, what do the evolutionists think about that? Well, they don't like it at all. Evolutionists absolutely insist that dinosaurs and people didn't live at the same time. Yet here's this popular cartoon going around the world, and it has dinosaurs and people living together. It goes against everything that evolutionists indoctrinate us in about dinosaurs. You see, evolutionists believe that dinosaurs died out about 70 million years ago and no dinosaur lived at the same time as man. It's a key part of evolutionary theory. But you know what? I believe there's a lot of evidence all around the world that really does connect man with dinosaurs. Cave paintings done by such people as Native American Indians, they show figures that closely resemble dinosaurs. There are also dragon legends from around the world and many of the dragon descriptions really do fit with dinosaurs. And then there's the record of the dragons in the Bible. Did man live with dinosaurs? Yes, he certainly did. God created all the land animals alongside of Adam and Eve. For more answers to your questions about dinosaurs, request Ken Ham's fascinating booklet, Dinosaurs and the Bible. It's free when you call us at 1-800-950-9507. That's toll free. One okay, we got that. So drawings of dinos? Where did they come up with these ideas? How about the ark? Oh, wait a second. We said there were 300 genera of dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, so I saw this video, and it's 18 minutes long. And, oh, I'm ahead of myself. Was every species on the ark? No, but every kind was represented. And I'm going to talk about the bear men's probably next week when I talk about after its kind. So according to uh, John Wood Morappi, there were no more than 16,000 land animals and birds on the ark, and that would include all the kinds. He's not going to take all the species, all the genera. He's going to take the kinds that reproduce after their kind. God would have sent the small ones. 
what he wants is the reproductive ability of these animals in the future to repopulate the earth. So only a modest fraction of all dinosaurs reached uh, reach giant size. Okay, here I am. So this is 18 minutes long. I've condensed it. Thanks for watching. <laughs> and I thought this would be a better way to do it rather than spend 18 minutes watching this guy walk past all the dinosaurs. So there's, the, there's a man there, clear off to the left, to give you some idea, okay? And then I put one of the larger species there, along with my grandson, who, his sign says, I, I carpooled with Zach Eady. <laughs> oh, your the guy? Yeah, <laughs> he's not the big guy. <laughs> Very good, Nat. <laughs> You're catching on. <laughs> so what was the average size of dinosaurs? Now, I have to put a, a disclaimer in here. Bob pointed out something to me. What if there were a million dinosaurs that were turkey size and only five that were gigantic? So if we took one of each of the kinds of dinosaurs, what's the average size? Well, well uh, placed criticism, elephant, bison, chicken, adult human male, or three times the size of an element, uh, elephant. What do you think? All right, it's not human, it's not an elephant, it's not three times, it's not a chicken, it's the size of a bison, okay? What happened to the dinosaurs? There are over 50 theories, but most scientists believe the meteor theory. A giant meteor struck the Earth. There's the KT boundary, Cretaceous, ter tertiary, Cretaceous, K, that's German, Uville Bay, Cretaceous starts with a K. 65.5 million years ago, this uh, meteor struck the Earth. And there's a layer of radioactive iridium between the K and the T boundary. No dinosaurs above it, dinosaurs beneath it, and fossil-wise. I even looked this up and copied the screen. When you look up uh, Chicxulub, they <laughs> have the meteor coming down, Google does. So there it is, the Yucatan Peninsula, right there, Chicxulub. That's what they believe. So there's the, there's the boundary there with the iridium, a radioactive material, a thin layer all around the Earth. Not so much. So here's just a few ideas about Chicxulub. I thought it was pretty good. I like the little guy rolling on the ground there. 
What's the difference between a meatball and a meteor? One's meteor. <laughs> Woo! Institute for Creation Research refutes the meteor theory. Why did it just kill the dinosaurs? Some dinosaurs are found above the KT boundary. It's not certain that Chicxulub is actual impact site. So we believe the flood came through and destroyed most of them. Some of them were on the ark. They did not survive the, the cooling off after the flood. Another theory? Another theory? What really happened to the dinosaurs? Well, the obvious answer lies in the middle of America, where 13 states are filled with dinosaur remains mixed with marine and plant life. What event in history could bury birds, land animals, sea creatures, and plants over a 1 million square mile landscape under tens to hundreds of feet of mud? Just look at the early flood deposit, the Morrison Formation, that covers 700,000 square miles and incorporates 13 states. This formation alone is over 300 feet deep and is filled with millions upon millions of dead land and sea creatures. Just look how this formation stacks up against the 747 jet and the Empire State Building. And remember, this formation stretches across 13 states. If there was a worldwide flood that lasted about a year, we would expect all the dinosaur species in North America to be buried together at the same time and in the same regions. And this is exactly what we find. Just look at where all the Jurassic Allosaurus, Sauropods, and Stegosaurus are buried in America. Same areas, same time, same event. Can there be any doubt that a worldwide catastrophic flood would be necessary for this to occur? The Morrison Formation alone has 37 genera of dinosaurs that all bought it at the same time, and they are sandwiched between multiple layers of stratified mud tens to hundreds of feet thick which is exactly what tsunamis caused from catastrophic plate tectonics would create. An asteroid that landed thousands of miles away could not do this because these creatures are buried under tens and sometimes hundreds of feet of layered mud. But it's not just mud. They're also buried in sand and ash. This is where the biblical flood comes in. Genesis states that all of the fountains of the great deep broke open on the same day when the flood commenced. Bible interpreters tie this verse to oceanic rifting that occurred, where Earth's crust fractured into continental and oceanic plates. The rifting spread over 40,000 miles around the globe. Some rifts spread apart as molten material rose up from great depths. Geodynamic modeling shows how this process quickly pushed the continents apart. Newly formed seafloors subducted under the edges of continents, for example, along the west coast of the Americas, Hot new seafloors sank beneath less dense continental granites. Subduction dragged granite down until it snapped back up. Each time it snapped, it shoved water up. Colossal tsunamis carried mud, sand, and debris onto the land, burying the dinosaurs, birds, and shark teeth together in the layers we find them today. This subduction also explains why many of these dinosaur regions are filled with ash. When the newly created seafloor like a global conveyor belt, slid down to the Earth's mantle. That great heat thrust material up through the continent's crust. Volcanoes erupted inland from the coastal areas. 
Enormous volumes of ash mixed with muddy tsunamis that buried the millions of creatures we find as fossils today. The Independence Dyke Swarm in Southern California is a good example of this process. It's a linear volcanic system over 300 miles long that belted out more ash than any system in North American history. The fact that the dinosaurs are buried in a matrix of mud, sand, and ash reveals a sudden snapshot of what happened. Because they're buried in these three products, and most of their bones are found separated and even broken, the flood described in Genesis matches the power that could bury, and not that long ago. And the soft tissues and original biochemicals we find in their bones today prove their recent demise. And this leads to what may come as an uncomfortable conclusion. The Bible is right. This means the Ten Commandments actually describe the great Creator's expectations. We are guilty of sin. It also means that same Creator really did become a human, die the death of a sinner, and rise from the dead, all to save us. If God judged the whole world not that long ago because of human sin, then He will judge every one of us just as He promised in His Bible. Turn from sin. Trust Christ. Find new life in Him. Looking for answers about what the Bible teaches about creation, the fossil record, dinosaurs? Download the Genesis Apologetics app from the iTunes or Google Play stores for answers to these questions and more. I can't think of a better place to stop. When we consider God's word, that there was a worldwide flood that explains the dinosaurs and the demise of the dinosaurs, and the demise of a human that doesn't accept Christ as their personal savior. I'm done. Our time together, bless now the service of all we pray.